Holland. I'd like to share a few more thoughts about gifts of the Spirit. Sometimes gifts of the Spirit come fully formed. I've heard tales of new Christians who can raise the dead, for example. That's not been my experience at all. My experience has been that gifts of the Spirit tend to come for me in seed form. Rather like this. It's an oak tree. Or rather, it's an acorn that I picked up from my drive. It had fallen on stony ground and therefore was not likely to achieve its potential. But if it had fallen on fertile ground, it could have grown into a tree taller than my house, far taller than my house. Matthew chapter 13 says the following. Then Jesus told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no roots. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. And then in verse 19, Jesus explains that he's talking about knowledge of the kingdom, the kingdom of God. So the picture here then is of the Holy Spirit, who is broadcasting seed. Some seed is seed of salvation and grace. Some is the gifts of the Spirit. Some is uh, maybe just an idea. Perhaps I should go and visit so-and-so whom I haven't seen for a long time. Could be one of many other things too. Maybe it's the germ of an idea about a book I could write. Or the theme of a worship song, perhaps, I could write. Or a painting. It's all the gifts, it's all, it's all the, the kingdom of God. And the good news of the gospel is that the kingdom is at hand. It's within reach. If we know where to look. As a young Christian, the churches I attended pre-salvation and grace, 
for which I am eternally grateful. But very little emphasis on the Holy Spirit at all, or his gifts. However, I was hungry for more of God, and I went after the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. For a long time, I went after the gift of tongues, but without success. And then one day, I got a word. Ugh. My first thought was, I didn't put that word in my mouth. Perhaps it might be the gift of speaking in tongues. How exciting. My second thought was this. Is that all I get? Because I had heard people speak in glorious tongues. And here I was with just one word, which sounded like what I assume a caveman might sound. I felt embarrassed. So I put it in a box and buried it. After a while, God challenged me. He said, are you going to be like the unjust servant who just buried his talent? No, Lord. I don't want to do that. So I went up to my bedroom and started to use my word. After a while, the word became a phrase. The phrase became a sentence. The sentence became a paragraph. And then, after a while, a glorious language emerged. And as I persisted, I could hear not just one language, but several languages coming out of my mouth. Several different ones, distinctly different languages. One sounded like I imagined would be somewhere from the Middle East, but yet the next language, well, it was more like an Oriental language, a tonal language, if you like, Chinese. Totally different kind of language altogether. Other languages again came. And then more recently, praying in um, prayer meetings, I've heard other people being given the gift of interpretation from my words, speaking in tongues. So that's exciting because it means that it is bringing God's thoughts on an issue as well, rather than my own. All this had come from one word. One word that I had pretty well chosen to neglect as being of no real value. The same kind of thing can apply to some of the other gifts of the Spirit that I've had some experience with. 
In terms of the gift of healing, what tends to happen with me is I get a nudge in the form of a picture in my mind's eye, in my imagination. Um, and maybe a word or a phrase comes to mind as well. Often that comes during worship. Other people tend to get a nudge in the form of a pain in a part of the body. How do you respond to those kind of nudges? Well, my advice would be to perhaps practice it in a small group situation where you feel safe, where you feel that you can make mistakes. I know I make plenty of those. But unless you're prepared to step out and try, maybe that's God speaking to me, I'll give it a try. And see what happens. Sometimes you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised by the response. Particularly if a word comes to mind which is something that you've not been thinking about for a long time, not familiar to you, um, and, and certainly nothing that's happened recently has brought that, uh, that idea to mind at all. Um, and yet, maybe during a time of worship, then th that, that particular thought can come to mind again. Um, it might well be God. But the only way to um, test it is to try is to share the word amongst a small group of friends, if you like, where you feel comfortable and see what the response is. You might find there's a pleasant surprise and you might find that, yes, God is speaking to you in that particular situation. I hope you find those thoughts useful.